2: Hello and welcome to the Audio Time Capsule, episode 11. For those of you new to the show, I'm comedian Simon Kane, and this is the podcast where I bring on a guest, I get them to leave 20 questions, I then bring them back on a year later and get them to answer them. I then edit it so they're talking to their past self. All past voices will sound like this and all future voices will sound like this. To give you an example of how the podcast is structured, here is a question that I recorded for myself just before this guest arrived. Hey Simon, You are currently, at the time of recording, so this is like August 2016, uh, looking into doing a podcast about gender, sex, kink, and sexuality. Did you make it? Where is that project at the moment, and was it a stupid idea? That, actually, is quite well-timed. So, for a number of reasons, these podcasts are slightly delayed in terms of how they've come out so I recorded that question in uh, sort of 2016 and I recorded the first episode of that podcast it's still not out uh, at the time of recording this it, about a month ago and it's because it's taken me quite a long time to iron out the kinks on it it Ironically, it's going to be called Ironing Out the Kinks. And uh, no, it's not a stupid idea. I think it's a really cool idea. I just need to find the motivation and the time to produce another podcast because these are quite lengthy and take a lot of time. And uh, I'm trying to just find the right team of people to work with. I think I found a, a really nice co-host for it and a really cool um, editor for it. So means I don't have to do it because I edit all of this and I edit all of my other one as well, so yeah. Um, yeah, it's coming along, it's uh taken slightly longer than I expected, but then you know, stuff takes time, doesn't it? And uh, no, it wasn't a stupid idea, but uh, thank you, thank you for that. That's uh, reminded me of how much work's gone into this. Um, yeah, let's let's start the episode. This week's guest is writer, podcaster, and comedian Harriet Kemsley. Uh, She just married another performer and made it into a TV show for Viceland. This podcast tells the story behind the scenes of that show, but also the rest of her life and her career, and why she spent so much time this year recording herself crying. Before we start this episode, I just want to say that if you're new here, please do remember to hit the subscribe button. If you're old here, please do consider giving us an honest, ideally positive review in iTunes. They really help out the show. They social proof, they allow for chart ratings, they just help. So if you can take a minute and you enjoyed this, it takes less than a minute. If you've got an account, it takes two minutes. If you haven't got an account, please do that. And either way, do consider joining the Facebook group. It's called The Audio Time Capsule and it's on Facebook, obviously. Uh, Or follow us on Twitter at Audio Time Travel. Both places are great for finding out about new guests and uh, behind-the-scenes content and exclusive content. And just keeping up with the show. So please do join the community. But for now, let's open the Audio Time Capsule of Harriet Kemsley.
3: Hello, my name is Harriet Kemsley. Today's date
1: is...
3: (laughs) The 28th of September. It's a Wednesday of 2016. That's the year I am currently sat in the National Theatre foyer. I am feeling excited about the project, but confused about what it means. (laughs) Hello, this is Harriet Kemsley and it's the 30th of September. Yeah, good, I got I got that right. Um, and I am in the Bill Murray, in Angel, in a little secret room somewhere that I think is being built as we speak. And I'm about to listen back to my time capsule, um, which is a bit nerve-wracking because I I don't want to listen to my own voice at some kind of uh Torture, but here we go. Hello, Harriet. Are you okay? Okay, I think this means that all's gone okay and you've made it this year, so congratulations on that. i have been I'm very impressed. How are things going? You're all right there? How's How's your mental health? Is that okay? Uh, at the moment, you're still on the pills, but you are doing way better, and you're down on therapy to only once a week. Uh, so, how's that going? So, I answer now. I answer myself. Oh God, what is wrong with me? Um, I've survived a year. That is that is impressive. That that is something. Um, that's something to be proud of, I guess. Survived a whole year. And yeah, I'm off the pills completely. Uh, I am uh, still doing therapy. I'm way better. I'm doing good, generally, in my... uh, It's so weird speaking to myself. I don't really know. This is, am I interviewing myself? Oh, God. Um, Yeah, I'm generally, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I still have my moments. Um, I don't know if I'd started the podcast then or not, but I'm doing a podcast called Why Is Harriet Crying? And uh, it's a different reason every fortnight with a very funny comedian called Sunil Patel and that's quite a good way of, uh, of releasing my stupid emotions. But yeah, generally I think, um, I think I'm doing good. Okay, so Harriet, did you get married? Because you were meant to get married on the 28th of May in the year that you're in. Did you go through with it? Did you run away at the altar? <laughs> Do you like being married? If you're married, are you married to Bobby? <laughs> Such a sneak, Harriet. Jesus. Um, yeah, I, I am married to Bobby. Uh, it happened. We went through with it. It's very stressful. It's a very stressful situation. You had no idea back then. You were just an innocent child as to the, the stresses of marriage. But you did it. You even made a six-part TV, se- <laughs> TV series about your wedding. So you had no idea that was coming, did you? Um, and yeah, I like, I like being married. It is it we've been married four months now. It's, it's not really that different. People say, oh, how's being married? You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it is the same. Um, but you sometimes I look at him and I think, oh, this is what you chose. It's, it's not, not necessarily in a bad way, but just, it's not interesting. So I'm asking you this in September 2016, and you just finished your second show at Edinburgh. Have you managed... To write another one. That'll be your third show. Or it's nothing funny and you'll never write anything funny again. Please tell me you've written something else. Hello? Oh, this is great, because this is exactly how I was I've been feeling this month. I was like, I did, I wrote so I oh sorry, I keep on dropping my earphones. Um, so I, I I wrote my third show and I did it in Edinburgh and I just was thinking this month. Oh, I think I'm out of ideas, I don't think I'll ever be able to write anything again. So I must have been feeling exactly the same last year at this time. And um this year's went went better than ever. I did Edinburgh and it got um it got nice reviews and it it went good, so maybe that gives me hope that I could do it again this year. This is a brilliant idea, Simon. I'm boosting myself. I'm making myself feel better through myself. Um so yeah, the answer is I wrote a show, I did at Edinburgh this year and um went good have you managed to sort out your allergies at the moment you're allergic to nuts raw fruit and vegetables horses cats dogs and dust and soya have you got any new allergies because if you do you might as well just kill yourself now how would i have got rid of my allergies what is wrong with you how would i have managed to cure my allergies that is the stupidest question no i still have all the same allergies um or what you didn't know at this point in September, I don't know if you knew that you were about to get vertigo for two months. I was just dizzy for two months because I went underwater in uh, in Spain and uh, I got an ear infection. And I, it's, it's a horrible disease. You're just dizzy for two months and um, can't walk in a straight line. So that happened. Um, I don't think I've got any new allergies though. That's quite good. I think I understand. Oh, actually, <laughs> I have got diagnosed with uh, dyspraxia. That's what happened in between, uh, <laughs> between this, mm-hmm. this last year and now. I got a new thing to add to my bow. Uh, yeah, you're dyspraxic. You're officially an idiot. Hey, Harriet, have you bought any cool shoes recently? <laughs> 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 I'm really. Why am I running out of ideas of questions to ask myself? Why am I asking if I've bought myself any shoes? Yeah, yeah. I got. I actually, I've bought loads of <laughs> shoes this summer. I just had to do um, had to do this taping for Comedy Central, and I got um really nervous about being able to walk. So I literally ordered like five pairs of shoes and then had to test them around the house because I'm just going to walk on stage and fall on my face. So yeah, at the moment you have so many shoes and you meant to send at least half of them back and the time is ticking and you haven't sent them back. So actually, yeah. How did you know? I've got loads of shoes at the moment. For the first time in my life, I've got like shoes that don't have holes in. (sighs) Come a long way, Harriet. Oh my God, I've just realised That you're thirty, have you learned anything? (laughs) Is it okay? What's it like over the precipice? Um, yeah, I turned thirty. I'm officially a woman. Uh, it was it was really stressful for a while. In February, my two best friends from school turned thirty within a couple of days of each other, and I um, I was like, what is happening? I don't want to leave my twenties. It's 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 too much. I don't feel um, but actually, I feel way better. I feel way more um, feel way more together and I feel more responsible and I feel more confident in myself and uh, it's actually quite nice. Anyone out there and um, past me, it's, it's not so bad, it's actually nice. I feel more, um, more confident in my life and in my decisions. I mean they're often wrong but I, I make those decisions confidently. How's Johnny Pelham? Is he okay? Is he still in the Streatham house? <laughs> uh, <laughs> why did I ask myself about Johnny? The vertigo was just starting to kick in, I think. Um, Yeah, Johnny's good, Johnny's doing really good. He's still in that house, but um, but he's doing really well. He was in our TV show, did a scene raking the lawn in the garden. He was very funny. Um, He's doing great, little Johnny. What a strange thing to ask yourself. Hey, Harriet, you've written two pilot scripts now. Your aim was to have written three full-length TV scripts by the time you turn 30, so you should have written a third script. So you should have written three tv scripts have you done that and has anything happened with them or do you have to write another one wow that's interesting um so i i haven't written a third script i've written a few pages of a new idea that i've got but I made a whole TV series that came out of kind of left field. So, and that was, it seems like it's a reality show, but it's, um, which was, was written, it was, it was, we, we plotted it. it. It's called a reality sitcom. So I think it appears like a reality show, but we'd write it and we'd plot it out and we'd make the scenes and um, it's called Bobby and Harriet Get Married. Why, why am I telling this to you? Like, you don't exist. You're Harriet from the past. Anyway, yeah, made a TV series um for a channel called Viceland and, uh, yeah, it went really well, so I did. How is being vegan going? Because at the moment, it's not going very well because you're allergic to everything. <laughs> so There's nothing you can eat, but you're really trying and you feel so sorry for the cows. Oh my God, it's an absolute disaster. I tried for so long to be vegan and in January, I like confidently announced that I was vegan now and told everybody that I was vegan, but. Then there was nothing to eat whenever I'm doing gigs and stuff. I just have to eat crisps because there's literally nothing I can eat because I can't have a salad because I'm allergic. Um, so it's an absolute disaster. But then because I so confidently said that I was vegan, I got booked for all these vegan festivals. But then I did a few of them, but then I was like being an absolute fraud and I was getting so stressed about them. And I was like pretending that I was vegan and I wasn't vegan. And then everything was nerve wracking. Every time I ate some cheese, it was I'd have to do it in secret. It's been a very stressful year, and no, I'm not vegan. I do believe in it, but I just can't quite do it. I do drink coconut milk sometimes. Oh, God. Still doing women's news, Harriet. <laughs> at the moment, the plan is, since it's like it's September at the moment, and we've had a new dawn of women's news, and the plan is to do one every two weeks. And you just started the Facebook page. That was quite a lot of work starting the facebook page so how's that have you learnt more stuff about women you're telling me what you think about women is that still happening is it what is wrong with me i'm like taunting myself um i have not i haven't i did a few i did a few up until um christmas that's my um it's my uh web series with turtle canyon comedy a very funny um comedy um production company and i um i dropped the ball a bit i did i i love doing it but i just um i just got caught up in other stuff but i do want to do it it's um i did actually i did um i did a big one in um with the women's march i went to the women's march and i made um a video there that i was i was quite proud of it was basically me trying to do the women's march but me doing it it badly it just, it would be so hit and miss with it. Sometimes it would go really well and it would pick on something and sometimes it it wouldn't. So, oh, I spent all that time making that Facebook page. Hopefully I will go back to it. It is something that I, I, I do believe in and it was a good thing. And then Trump happened and it was all just like, oh God, this is actually all quite bleak now. But that's the time to do it, isn't it? So thank you, Harriet, from the past. You've inspired me to go back to that. You're being a bit of a dick though, so you need to work on your tone. Oh, okay. So at the moment, um... Damned just started last night on channel four and that was your first tv role and that's um you're in the last episode so that will be out in six weeks so have you done any more acting the thing is you don't have any control over that so it's just whether anyone has seen it and thought are you good at this oh god what if no one thinks you're good at this if it is I think you're good at it that's Harriet from the past keep going Oh, thanks so much, Harriet from the past, for your uh, kind words. Um, yep, that um, that went out on TV. Uh, it was my first TV role, and I played a young female paedophile, and uh, everyone was so proud. And uh, from that, I got cast in uh, Dr. Foster. I was a waitress, and uh, there's a really tense scene. You know, they've really worked on this hard one hard-built tension, and I just kind of bumble into the shot and, <laughs> and just go, Oh, what's, what's happening here? And just really. Uh, ruin any attention as um an incapable waitress so I did that and uh yeah we did um we did the tv series so uh so did quite a lot of it although I, th- I think people think that it was me um me just being myself but that's that's acting isn't it <laughs> oh you're just about to start a podcast on Friday with Sunil Patel at the moment the working title is uh, why is Harriet crying and um, you're making it with audio boom. Have you had enough stories about crying? You'll be pleased to know, I have not run out of material about crying. Um, we just did the 13th episode uh, last week. We got a guest for the first time. We did it for a while, just the two of us, me and a senilio. And, um, and now we got, we had our first guest. We had Sean McLaughlin, who's very funny. And so now we're branching out to hear um, other people and stupid reasons they've cried. And then I kind of, I kind of ridicule them and tell them they're being pathetic. It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice to not feel so alone. So yeah, it's going good. We're still, we're still doing it. How's your mum? So, so, one more thing, I just realised I, I made a Facebook page for um for that. <laughs> why is Harriet crying? If I if I go by my past behaviour, then that is gonna lead to the death of why is Harriet crying very soon. Um, my mum is great. My mum is great. Uh, she had a very stressful. Very stressful year. Um, very exciting. We got married. That was very exciting. She was very, very helpful in organising it as me and Bobby were pretty rubbish and then got caught up in making a TV series while we were planning a wedding, which turns out is very stressful experience. My mum's going past on a bicycle. Sorry, I got Oh, it's John Cordillo. John Cordillo's just r- cycling past on a bicycle. What is the world coming to? Um, my uh my mum's great. She's great. She was in the TV show, I keep on talking about it, but um, that's, that was kind of, oh God, I've dropped the earphones again. But that was kind of my life for um, for quite a while. Um, yeah, she was in it. She was great. She was great. She's, she's great. My mum's doing great. What is there to say, really? I don't know. I don't know how much she'd want. I don't know why I'd ask myself how my mum is doing. I think I really ran out of things to ask myself, didn't I? It just shows, you could, oh, the earphone is just falling out of everywhere. Is this going to be edited at all? Because this is just, okay, good, you're nodding like, yeah, don't be absurd. This is, um, you're just ranting. I'm not ranting, I'm just, I just can't seem to stop talking. Now there's a cat out the window. I keep on getting distracted out the window. Moral of the story is, my mum's fine. She made a TV debut and she's doing great. Good old Fifi. Thanks for asking, Harriet. Okay, so this week you just, uh, you did you started to do some gardening and you've like pulled up all the grass in the garden. So at the moment it's just like a big mud pile. You've never managed to keep anything alive for longer than a week apart from Bobby and so is there still just like a big pile of mud in the garden please tell me there's grass and flowers and a little sanctuary and that Bobby's still going strong Bobby is still going strong and the cat is still alive Uh, she's got irritable bowel syndrome though um, and, uh, yeah, I did, I did do some gardening. I, um, it took a very long time and there was a lot of mud and I accidentally pulled up a lot of the grass, which turned out that was the wrong thing to do. Um, and then, um, but yeah, then I planted more grass and there was grass, but then we got plants in pots and they all died. But now
1: many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out.
0: Now, literally today, what
3: a, what a coincidence, you knew Harriet. You speak very slowly though, do I speak very, I'm speaking very slowly. I think because I'm thinking while I speak of what question to ask. Um, So uh, I'm trying to speak quicker to make up for Harriet of the past. Harriet of the present speaks quicker. <laughs> I didn't even say quickly, right? Harriet of the present speaks quickly. Oh God. Anyway, Bobby got a weed whacker and he's whacking the weeds as we speak while singing, um... Was singing a song about how he's the weed whacker man. It's uh, it's dangerous. He's in a dressing gown, which is, is concerning. And then I had to give him some of my sunglasses to protect his little delicate eyes. So I mean, I don't, I don't know what's happening there. Bits of Bobby's guard body might be around the garden. It's looking better. You're doing good. It's not as, it's not a sanctuary. I wouldn't go that far. Um, while you were away over Edinburgh, um, it got taken over by spiders, but. He's getting there. It's going to be really great just before we we probably have to move. How's the cat? Have you still managed to keep custody of her? Or has Sam taken her back? The cat is actually coming back next week. She's been, um, Sam has been in a play um, called The Girl from the North Country, which has done amazingly well um, at the Old Vic. So he's been over in England. So he's had her, he's taken custody for um, for four months while he was here because I, I share... I mean, you know this Harriet, but I guess for anyone else that might be listening that this is why i 'm explaining it because obviously other people are listening it 's strange i 'm talking to myself, so i 'm not putting too much detail in, but obviously, there are other people that don 't know everything that me and me knows um, so yeah, sam Sam's had the cat for a few months, but he 's about to go back to Australia, so we 're getting the cat back again um next next week it's been it 's been very stressful it uh, turns out she does have irritable bowel syndrome, which. No, I didn't know that cats could get that, but she does, and um her vomiting has gone down. She was vomiting daily and she was on a diet of only organic, raw, freshwater tuna, um, which is expensive. Yeah, that's an expensive diet for a cat. But she's um she's now doing great. At one point she was on steroids and she was only living off um pulverized bones. But luckily, uh, Sam has managed to stop that because there's no way I was going to be able to cope with pulverizing some bones. And um, yeah, she's coming back next week. So that's exciting. Do you have any money? Because I don't have much money at the moment. And I'm really hoping that future you has loads of money or at least enough to like buy things now and again and go shopping. (laughs) Okay, at the moment, you've got like a few pounds (laughs) in your purse. Do you have more than that? Please tell me you've got, like, five £50 bills that you're just flashing around. (laughs) Uh, What a little cheek you are asking me about money. So cheeky. Um, No, I don't have any £50 bills. I've never had a £50 bill in my life. But I do actually... I'm actually doing all right, which (laughs) is... That's strange, isn't it? uh, Just before... In, like, April this year, I um, I got really upset. I was, like, crying because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to afford Edinburgh. It's so expensive. It's going to be thousands of pounds and i've been full-time for like three years so i was like i don't know how i'm gonna get the money to pay for edinburgh and um literally that evening we got the um the email about the tv series and um yeah that sorted you out big time how funny life is actually i've got a bag of change in my bag from uh the edinburgh festival <laughs> this year and so uh, it's embarrassing to pay and i've got to stop paying um money <laughs> there's this guy at uh, brixton station and i pay him Every time I want to get a glass of water with um, a £10 note, usually that I get out of an envelope that I've been paid from uh, a gig and I've just got the cash in my bag. So I think he definitely thinks I'm working in the sex trade. But I kind of like that illusion. He must think she is an unlikely prostitute because she is not making any sort of effort <laughs> to entice anybody. So I'm, I'm going with that. So yeah, your little cheek. Uh, things are going much better than they were. You've got loads of shoes you haven't sent back. Don't have any holes in your shoes. Progress. <laughs> i think i've got holes in my leggings but um but yeah and in my socks but baby steps okay are you managing to keep a schedule the moment you're trying to get up at nine thirty every day and start writing at 10 is this happening and you are you actually just sitting there and writing my god yeah i've 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 changed a lot since in the last year this is so weird i do i i get up every every morning i, I do yoga every day i trick myself i i, I leave the house and i um I either go for a run or I go for a walk, but I just do it in a big circle. So it's like I'm walking to work, but I'm just walking into my own house. It's kind of pathetic that I have to um, <laughs> treat myself like a child. But, um, but yeah, that's what I do. And then I sit down. I don't always, um, I don't always write cause someone's got other work to do. But, um, but yeah, it's funny. It's so weird to think that, yeah, it took me such a long time to be able to get into a kind of routine and to be able to get up in the morning and not think like, what am I meant to do with the day? I'm my own boss. But it really helps a lot. Just getting up just facing the day. I was telling Bobby that this morning and he was not interested. <laughs> really makes you smug. So yeah, Harriet, you should try it. Uh, just get up in the morning. It's like way better. Also, 9.30 is not early. Like, <laughs> what, time, what time are you getting up that you're like really impressed by the fact that you're getting up at 9.30? Oh God, 20s me was the worst. Now that you're 30, things are different. Okay, are you still writing for Bobby for Russia Today? Are you still... Working for Putin. <laughs> Has Putin arranged your murder yet? It, not if you're here. <laughs> if no one ever hears this, and that means that I've been murdered by Putin, <laughs> so Simon, do something. Yeah, if I've been murdered, these are the people that could have done it, Simon. Um, Bobby, Putin. Okay, it's a short list. <laughs> or maybe a stranger that I don't know. Simon, it's your job to make sure that I'm avenged. <laughs> oh, God. What if I'm dead? Um. <laughs> Has anyone that you've asked these questions you died in the last year? That's really lucky. because I was just thinking earlier, like it is very bold because people could die. <sighs> God, there's two kids abusing a cat out the window. I'm sorry, fo- yeah, focus. They're throwing leaves on the cat. It doesn't look happy. Um, anyway, focus. So um, so yeah, I'm alive. That's a good step. I'm not um, <laughs> hiding for Bobby for Russia today anymore. But it was actually very helpful doing that. Uh learned a lot. Um Heil Russia? No, that's I don't know. Obviously that's a that's not what I believe. But um it was actually very helpful for a while and paid the rent. So <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. But yeah, that's my shady past. <laughs> Why would you mention that on the radio, Harriet? Oh, you started meditating and it's really good and you'd better still be doing it because it's really helping you. So don't stop. If you have stopped, unstop. What's that? What's the opposite? Start. <laughs> Start. Yeah, I'm still meditating. I think I'm doing it wrong though, because I got given a mantra, but I think I might have forgotten the mantra. Made up a new mantra, so I'm not sure about. I'm not sure about that. And also, I just keep on. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm doing it right. Because the other day I was sat, I thought like, "Bobby, be quiet and meditating." And then like we'd just been, we'd just been talking before I started meditating, and then like 12 minutes into the meditation, I just suddenly went, "Monster Munch." and he was like what and I was like oh just we were talking like it was the answer to a question he'd asked me like two hours earlier and I couldn't remember I don't know why it was monster munch but I mean, it's not what you're meant to be focusing on while you're meditating like my brain is obviously just thinking like doo, doo, doo. <laughs> so I don't know if it's helping but I am doing it because I'm just trying to get more um get more control over my thoughts It obviously isn't going well as I'm just <laughs> worrying about a cat out the window don't worry the kids have left the cats having a lovely time Oh, at the moment, you got um, a sinus infection a few weeks ago, and the sinus infection has turned into vertigo, so you are really dizzy all the time, and you keep on falling over. Has the vertigo finally gone? Oh, and also, you've been watching the Gilmore Girls, and you've watched like six seasons of it in the last two months. Have you managed to finish the Gilmore Girls? Okay, Harriet, they're two separate questions, um, but thank you for asking. Uh, yeah, I I got vertigo. It went on for so long. It was very embarrassing, and I just had to tell people I was dizzy for two months. And then I got it from an ear infection from going underwater because I've got problems with my sinuses, so I can't go underwater. And then this year on holiday, um, I was on Bobby's um, shoulders in the pool, and I jumped off and did the, the same thing again, um, and then <laughs> had blocked blocked ears and uh pain for a few weeks and I'm really hoping it's not turning (laughs) into vertigo again because that would be really absurd that would oh please can it not be no it's not I'm not dizzy I'm just um oh you are absurd you're an absurd person and yes I watched all of the Gilmore Girls of course I did and little did you know that it was coming back for a whole new series so I saw that as well and it was great it was really great. I don't regret nothing. Wait, no, Bobby Tom, that's not how you say it. I don't regret anything. If you say you don't, if you say I don't regret nothing, then you do regret something. Is that true? Yeah. I, I do regret, I do regret a lot, a lot of things, but I'm um, not relating to the Gilmore Girls. Never. All right, Harriet, when you look back over the last year, what is your favourite memory? I feel like I have to say my wedding. If I don't say my wedding, then that's really bad, isn't it? I guess the thing is, this year—it's <laughs> so weird looking back. This year has been absolutely insane. It's had like the best moments of my life and some of the worst moments of my life. But generally, it's been—it's been really amazing. I went skiing, sno- I go sn- i went snowboarding with um my bridesmaids and my mom, and that was that was really cool. That was a good time. But yeah, I guess the wedding—it was like the build-up was so stressful. And when we weren't planning a wedding, we were writing a TV show. When we weren't writing it, we were filming it. So it was just. It was just insane. But the actual day of the wedding was, yeah, it was incredible. It was great. Bobby didn't really understand what a wedding was. I think he'd never been invited to a wedding before. <laughs> we just, it's very strange planning a wedding with someone that didn't seem to understand the concept of a wedding. But on the actual day, he just looked so happy and it went really well and the weather was beautiful and it was just sunny all day and then at the end of the day, it just um, a thunderstorm hit at like two in the morning and it just we just watched like lightning from inside the marquee and it was just perfect, so I guess that. And then we went to um, Santorini on our honeymoon and that was amazing, apart from I... I went into anaphylactic shock at the airport uh, because I had one of my allergic allergic reactions. So we spent the first night of marriage in a hospital. But then it made it all the sweeter when we got out to Santorini 24 hours later. And Bobby's luggage went missing for five days. But there we go. (laughs) That is life. Are you more confident? Do you feel more confident in yourself? That was a brief one, wasn't it? Quite a confidently asked question about confidence, Harriet. Yeah, I do feel more confident. I do feel much better in myself. Um, God, you're really asking the... the <laughs> this is the problem with this. You ask yourself really um, personal questions. But yeah, I'm doing a lot better with, um, with confidence. Thank you very much. I'm feeling much more confident in myself, I guess. Yeah, it's nice. Do you think your performance is better? Are you connecting with an audience Better? Do you think that you've improved in the last year as a stand-up? Hmm, that's an interesting one. Yeah, I think I've got better. I think Edinburgh was proof that I've got better. But I still sometimes can go into this thing where I just think they hate me, and I just get stuck in a bit of a loop, and I'm like, oh, they don't want me. Um, and not occasionally, you know, that that is the case. Um, but generally I think I just I just I'm more aware of my thoughts now and the negative ones that are kind of like attacking my brain a bit so yeah I think I am I think I am doing better I think I I believe in myself a bit more I'm more confident as you just cleverly asked and so that that does make it easier so yeah I think I'm doing better hopefully it's, I don't want to be getting worse am I doing better you don't know I think so yeah yeah I've been doing something nearly seven years now seven years at the end of this year crazy I my whole body is changed every cell in my body in seven years apparently it changes so I'm a whole new person might forget how to do it quick fire question if you could go back to this day where you are right now what would you change about the questions that you asked would you ask a different question or would you take away a question quick go well, I'd change how you ask them because your voice is really annoying. But the problem is, I don't think my voice has changed in in a year, and I've changed the smugness. You're a bit smug when you're asking the questions, and you're trying to you're trying to trip yourself up as well, which isn't which isn't ideal because you didn't think about the consequences a year later when you had to answer all these really personal questions about your brain. And um, so, yeah, I'd just probably ask a bit more. Uh, I wouldn't ask about money. <laughs> I wouldn't ask about uh, about your brain and whether I wouldn't mention that you on pills and all this kind of stuff. Um, but it's good, I guess. Yeah, it's um, you're a very, you're a very honest young lady, Harriet of the past. So yeah, I don't, I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd change anything. I'd probably say really concentrate when you're in water not to go underwater. I think that would be my great advice of of the last year. Don't do that because you're just going to get vertigo again. Um, it's a very silly disease, but it's actually crippling. Have there been any opportunities that you said no to? ...that you wish that you'd said yes to? No, I don't think so. I think I just said yes to everything. I I don't think I'm the kind of person that says no to things... If I did, I would have slept with much less people and uh, <laughs> I would never have got chlamydia. Um, I just, I think I, I say yes. I think I say yes to too many things. I literally can't think of a single example of anything I said no to. That is, I th- if anything's a lesson, I think that I should say, I should say no more. I should say no when people ask me to marry them. Um, I should say, I should say no. I've, I've said yes. I said yes on my wedding day. Don't regret that. I didn't mean to pause there. I was just trying to think of something uh, that I regretted saying no to, but I don't think there was anything. Have there been opportunities that came up this year that you said yes to that you wish that you had not said yes to? It's basically the opposite of that other question that you just asked. and now it's confusing. What did you say yes to that you wish you hadn't said yes to? Well, you said yes to marrying Bobby. That was a good decision. He's a nice lad. He's got his weed whacker. Oh dear, I think I'm going to come home to a bloody mess. What else did you say yes to? I said yes to the TV, TV series, which was actually it was very stressful with the wedding. It was that was very stressful, and it was it was a risk because we didn't have much we didn't have much time to do it. Um, but it went it went great, and I'm really proud of it. So yeah, I guess saying yes to a lot of things was was good. I guess I just said yes to everything. Oh, I said no to one vegan festival. And I pretended it was because I was sick and I'm sorry it was because I'm not vegan I couldn't face it just thought there'd be loads of angry vegans <laughs> so uh, so yeah I said I said yes to everything and I don't regret I don't regret saying yes to everything it, it was busy and stressful and chaotic but um yeah and also Edinburgh there was a point when I was like maybe I shouldn't be doing Edinburgh because there was too much to do and um the series the wedding and then Edinburgh came right after that and I was like I think I'm gonna this is gonna go badly but I just we just did it so yeah maybe saying yes is good if you could go back to the original record date give yourself one piece of advice which would change your life forever and make everything easier in the coming year that it would have really helped if you'd known it now. What would that piece of advice be? I don't know. If I knew that, I'd just do it now, wouldn't I? I'd just be doing that great piece of advice. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with you. (laughs) God, I'm really turning on myself, aren't I? Um, I don't know. Just chill out a bit. Just calm down. It's all... Well, I guess... I guess I was stressed for a reason but then things things did go good so just just I think I think I guess I guess just stop being so mean to yourself in your head that's what that's that's your biggest problem I think is your own kind of message that you're telling yourself in your head that you can't do things and uh but then you keep on doing them you keep you just do it so I'm rambling I am rambling basically I don't know just panic I say things and I panic um I don't know how to is this I don't know how to end this so what was the question the question was oh what is this brilliant advice that you have just chill out a bit Harriet try and have a bit more fun you've had a really fun times this year and it's actually really nice when you stop sitting at home and just panicking about everything just get out there just do things all right got any more questions for me have you no that's it so I won
2: That was harriet her realization that you can do stuff is important and as someone who has just left his 20s well i'm 31 now but at the time of doing that episode i was 30 the self-confidence and the feeling that you are better than you were in your 20s is something that i can totally relate to and something that i i am thankfully able to relate to It, it it's It's been lovely being in my 30s. In fact, I've I've way enjoyed the first couple of years into my 30s than I have when I was 20. Uh, It was really cool to see that other people are experiencing that. I I found it really inspiring how much she says that she tells herself she can do now, because I think often people talk themselves out of ideas more than anyone else would. I think uh, I've done that. I've definitely been guilty of that. And uh, you're often more capable than you think you are, so uh, uh, yeah, it was just great to hear how positive she's being about her life and how exciting the future is looking for her. I hope you got as much out of this podcast as I did. If you did, if you're new here, please do remember to hit the subscribe button. If you're old here, please do remember to give us an honest, ideally positive review in iTunes. They really help out the show. I'm not going to go on again and again and again about how much they help out the show, but if you could, it's not just a vanity thing for me. Don't get me wrong. I love reading positive reviews, but if you just go to the, if you just went to iTunes and hit five stars, that's just as lovely than if you leave a comment but do leave a comment if you're already that far if you've already gone that far you might as well leave a comment right might, you know why not and and also if you could share this with someone that you think will get some value out of it um, I think quite a lot of creative people will get a lot out of hearing this episode and and quite a lot of other and also please don't forget to join the Facebook group each week I post a question to you based around the questions that the guests left and this week I'm asking you what do you feel more confident in this year? That you had little to no confidence in last year what have you become more confident in and how did you get that confidence so write your comment underneath the post for harriet's podcast in the facebook group and let us know i'd love to know why people are feeling more confident and how they've managed to develop that confidence within themselves the audio time capsule is a fruit that got in gravity's way production for the internet All elements were created by me, comedian Simon Kane, except the music that was composed and recorded by David Jordan. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for subscribing. And thank you very much for rating and donating if you do. I'll see you all in about 14 days time. Bye.